0: relax those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people in places that supply your high this is grown local with billy wayne davis and mike McGowan. hey buddy what up player man we did it we did we did the whole thing we did the whole I don't think we did the whole thing I think we did a, our thing
1: we we did do our thing and we did it our way happy 420 I know oh,
0: we're recording I just let them know we're recording this on 420 we dropped a bonus episode for y'all today Bye-bye. fun one there's also the man. if y'all can listen to the one on the Patreon that fucking Sasquatch story is it
1: uh, it's so good and I'm a firm believer now. I believe in the Sasquatch.
0: Oh, there was. I mean, if we're being honest, there is. When he was telling it, like there, we, when we were driving, I don't, I forget exactly. I think maybe Bryceland Farms is where we're okay. coming. Like, represent. Like, check them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I got their shirt. I rock their shirt all the time. It's it's <laughs> it's made from hemp. I love it. Um, after this batch of shirts, I make for me i'm going all hemp everything uh practice what i'm preaching here i uh but there was i was like i was like we were going through the woods and and i was like oh fuck yeah he's real as hell like and then i don't know if you've seen that hulu documentary that came out today or heard about it but it's like sasquatch supposedly killed three pot farmers in northern humboldt what i'm gonna try to watch it tonight it's on hulu you got it like yeah you that sounds
1: amazing
0: i know smoke some of that my my, my my growing weed and uh <laughs> oh man do you have a good 420 i was on doug benson's show but i had to watch the kids so there was no smoking uh, what so I was like back and forth. The boys are watching each other. I come back, be funny, run back. They're all getting stoned out of their minds. And I'm just like, hey, what's up? No, can't. I'm being super dad right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's why I had to do it work. We had a big shindig yeah, yeah. Uh, 420 barbecue. Pedro made carne asada tacos, barbecued that shit. The meat was amazing. But and if you are the OLCC, this is just for entertainment purposes. It's not true. But there was a bunch of edibles, and holy shit, did I have to become the father at work? Everybody was so fucking. This was the first time that Pedro ever was like, "Hey man, can we take a break?"
0: Whoa, man. like
1: whoa, he's really high. But it's it's the vibes there. It was a wonderful four twenty. Well, that's
0: what y'all do. It's four twenty. You can't be mad at that. That's. Like, well, I was going to call you today because I had, like, a couple questions about some plant stuff. And then I was like, "I hey, it's just special that you just don't bother people like, on this day. <laughs> and I, mean, was right, I, was... Like, I was right. You were, like, probably like, I can't right now. There's, like, everyone's
1: falling out because of the carne asada. <laughs> and I mean, it, banana bread, too? Holy shit. But uh, Man, we, okay, let's
0: get to Eugene soon. <laughs> we're gonna have a shin dig Ah, uh, oh that'd be fun to do um i just had an idea we'll talk about it later
1: hey uh yeah we'll do the thing do the thing ladies and gentlemen give it up for thoughts on season two <laughs>
0: because the, this season went way longer than we ever anticipated and i don't mean that in a bad way i don't mean it in a bad because we didn't there's no way we could have known that they would have opened their gates instead of arms to than there open their gates to us the way they did uh but man when we go back to like <laughs> season two episode one like sitting in that yard do you remember that's right oh man that was a flash beard and yeah because we it was like heavy quarantine time so everyone were like we're gonna do this outside we did most of them outside or in a big room with mask it was a i mean and we were all in northern humboldt we had no idea about southern humboldt at that time do you you understand that like Like, no idea like think about that like honestly when we went up there we really thought like wow we might come back once do you know what i mean we're like this we got some good stuff but then everybody was like "Ah, you need to go to southern humboldt and i was like i think we do
1: well, I mean, honestly, I, I remember at the time just feeling like, okay, Humboldt's interesting. It feels like a Florida version of Eugene. But, you know, nothing too crazy. But then when they started saying, you guys got to go down south, and we're kind of like hinting at it, I thought like, okay, maybe it's like southern Oregon. But holy fuck, no. It's an entire ecosystem living and breathing, you know, just – uh history like it's a living breathing history of cannabis down there like it's the same people that broke down the barriers and they're keep going and their kids keep going and it's just it's unbelievable there needs it's to the, be a museum there needs to be a museum down there no,
0: we should inspire it and then we're gonna try to go back in june to do some shows and maybe some for some good causes if uh just stay tuned for that stay tuned you guys <laughs> we're gonna work that out uh when we were in yeah i mean Redbeard, just you knew red beard i knew red beard but introducing people to red beard was was like super dope and then sleeve was like man his laugh is awesome and we were like <laughs> like put it in the theme song so like that's first that's the first episode we got that laugh like that's that's when you know that the season's gonna be special it's like just right off the bat you're like man that is and then just uh, do you remember walking to see we were going to meet chad yeah and fox dr fox meat fox meat walks out of chad's facility that's yeah. what i was like uh,
1: like, in boy, a jumpsuit in a jumpsuit just it felt like the right stuff where he just comes out and the beards just kind of blowing it was, around you're right
0: it was perfect it was perfect in a way where you're like man all this is right do you know what i mean like when you're just like yeah there he is yeah we're like, well, we got a interview and he just there's a perfect guide through all that because that was one of the coolest facilities i've to
1: this day i've ever been in i mean yeah it kind of put me to shame a little bit just with how high end it is um and they had that mom room's the biggest mom room I had ever heard of like I mean the size of it was just insane um so it was a pleasure to go down and see that and I was like okay California You guys might be doing it just a little bit different than us. I'll actually give you that. Yeah, your eyes got big, and then I almost blew us up in that one room. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite. Really? Really? Well, you're just walking around like with child-like wonder and all excitement. Being like, look at all this. Look at this stuff that's going on. We're like, no, get the phone away from there. I didn't know. Now I know. It's
0: bad. Don't need if there's if they're doing
1: if they're doing the tubes, stay out with your phone. You know what I mean? Those closed-loop places, they take it very serious. Which you do have to kind of laugh at because now they're like, hey, man, don't go in there with your cell phone. But about five years ago, they were doing that with glass shards out in the middle of the woods with no protection and tons of leakage of BHO just all over the place. Well, that's what led us to, like, talking to the fire marshal. That's that, was, that was a... Go ahead, I'm sorry. It's one of my favorite interviews of all time. Just just for my question, which I know that I bring up and I'm super proud about, but yeah, he, he was not pro-cannabis and just, you know, we talk about it later on, but just educating people, breaking down the stigma and like him having to work with people in the industry and seeing that they're probably not what he expected them to be. You know, that just kind of, it opened his mind and changed his life.
0: No, it, it was, and you were dropped that on him, and you could
1: tell he was like, what?
0: Uh, oh, no, shit. I wouldn't. Shit, you're right, dude. <laughs> so, Ed, if you're listening, man, that was, we should hang out again. It was really fun. And I got to, we, that was like, we went to, uh, and then we went to the farm. That was so, that I love talking about that day because I was, I was in motivator mode for the first couple of days. Like, let's go, let's go getting everybody like used to what we're going to have to do getting that content. And uh, that morning I was like, oh, I was tired, but I was like, I was still like, I wasn't late getting up, but you were already up in the car. You were in the car. And I was like, I don't understand like I kept looking at the clock. I was like, man, we got plenty like we don't have to leave yet. like this is. And then me, me and Lee both are kind of like, I don't get it, but okay. And then we got in and I drive. It was beautiful. Oh God, we' beautiful drive. The whole drive was just unbelievable. The whole time I was like, yes. And then I do think we took a wrong turn and went a longer way than we should have, but it was worth it because it was insane yeah <laughs> uh which is like just gives us a. it just gave us a better idea of like where we we're going and then when we got there then we looked on the i think the funniest part was when we were looking on the map and we were looking at orleans which is like a near where it was at and all that came up all that kept coming up was that bigfoot the famous <laughs> blurry bigfoot thing because
1: that's where they filmed it yeah that's where the river was at and i mean that's the other cool thing about it is that, you know it's all of Humboldt is just breaking off from rivers. Like that was our first going out into the woods. And the fact that they were just giving us straight up directions. Be by the river like well this river goes down towards the end and then it's like okay now we're getting the humble vibes yes. Now we're getting out into the wilderness we're hearing about helicopters and camp you know that was the first interview where they were like yeah you know helicopters you know you get nervous about them and then a helicopter came over and they were like oh shit and they got weird even though what they're doing is legal they were still like oh
0: that's it's just weird you hear them coming <laughs> it was like yeah that is and they had those. I think about those peaches, man. Now we're growing some squirt from there because, <clears throat> man, that was that. I do think about that farm. Like I'm like, we should go back there and see them. It was just like, uh, and then we drove back. It was worth every second. That place was special.
1: And then we well, drove back. Well, oh, go ahead. Well, and just the the history. That I had, you know, just through growing their strains and seeing that that place was the birthplace of so many strains that I spent weeks and weeks staring at. You know, it's just, it was like, it was like Mecca. I had to go to it, I had to see it. And
0: no, it's once we got there, it explained why you were in the truck and it would explain why we had to push you back in the truck to leave. (laughs) And it was, I mean, they had cool dogs. Everyone there was awesome. It was just one of those places where you're like, I I want to build something like this for my family. Uh, they won't visit much, but I, they know, just
1: so they know it's there. <laughs> there goes Dad on the farm. You know where Dad is. You know where he is. Uh, and I mean, we, we had all of our friends on there, too. You know, we had Cornell. Oh, uh, man,
0: that those, all the Humboldt people that are just Humboldt people, it's Humboldt's such a special place. Like, it's one of those things where we could do the whole, this could be the whole podcast. It's just interviewing Humboldt people, and we might make a network and, and do, <laughs> do a podcast where it is just Humboldt people interviewing Humboldt people because I think that needs to happen. Uh, let us know. Hit us up. On the socials. Let us know if you want that to happen, you guys. Um, but I mean just their stories, they really and then Redbeard, even Nando in his special way was like it's just everybody is different. I think that's the beautiful thing. Even Northern Humboldt, everyone is different. But they're all very similar. Like, like Caitlin kind of sums up a lot of it in her episode. That's a good one to listen to because her perspective is literally coming in, examining it, and then getting the fuck out, which is a cool perspective. Um, I think the, the most, the episode that we, that gave us the most, like, people being like, hey, yeah, was, you know, which one.
1: Uh, yeah, our our lovely buddy with camp. And I mean, honestly, Tony, he was great. You know, I liked him by the end of it. I was like, you know, he had yeah. a job. There's, you know, he. some of us may not be fans of the job that he had, but he himself saw how kind of fucked up it was and that he probably would never do it again. And he's actually working on the cannabis farm now too. I mean, if, in, if human life, is a story and it's full circle for completion. That's the type of story you want to hear. Like, you don't want to hear, like, he was at camp and he thought that it was amazing and he went harder and he went rogue and he's a vigilante who kills cannabis growers. Like, no, he came around and he saw the light at the end of the tunnel. He's like, this isn't bad. These are just people. These are my neighbors yeah. doing what they're doing. So, this is good. I think it's an important episode we did. Yeah, but you know I think the one that affected me the most was our buddy John though John's episode like I remember being emotional throughout it which with somebody like him who is just so full of love and full with like such vulnerability especially in his story there's just no way that I couldn't especially when you kind of he opened up his farm. He's still somebody who's going to open up his farm and allow people to come there and meet him and to come and hear his story. Like with what he's been through, he tried to give the judge the story of who he was and the judge still had to give him a mandatory sentence.
0: Well, that, I mean, he, the way he handled it with grace and to come out of it the way he had, come out of it and like you mentioned his friend did not come out of it as positive it was what he can do now is go to these people and the judge and he can go to the governor and be like hey this mandatory bullshit look what it did look what i mean and look what it." and he can help get people out of jail and he can also help with legislation going forward because he's he he's an example of like hey you guys fucked up but i came out of this and i believe in this plant and this community so much that you're wrong about this and i'm gonna quietly thought you've taught me patience it's like they sent him to a monastery (laughs) you know what i mean where he was just like all right all right i'll get good at this like he's a i love him you're right it was uh he's like meeting someone you're like oh it's my new buddy and then like like that but i felt that way everybody we met in humboldt i left feeling like those are my new friends like also like it's like those i just think that i feel that way about a lot of people in my hometown too where it's like oh if i needed to start a little army we need to take over something for important reasons i know where i can
1: call some people That that's how we even got to John. It's like the first little opening of it was Wendy. We went out to her farm. She's a dragonfly earth medicine (DEM) certified pure farmer. She does you know Korean natural farming, all the really nerdy shit I love. She welcomed us out to her farm. We sat there and talked with her and. You know, that's when the the little telephone chain started happening where she was like, you got to go and introduce yourself to John and talk to him. And then that just opened it up even more. It was like a game of telephone tag, like where it was just like, here, go to this person, go to that person. And I think that's why we like it down there so much is it is a welcoming community. If you do not come with bullshit. Don't come with that bullshit, man. I ain't trying to fuck with that. Also,
0: <laughs> can I just say that it wasn't just cannabis that I got inspired every time we were in the Humboldt. It was like I love community and they teach that and then taking care of these special places because the Redwoods are just amazing and special. Uh, but it was also like growing my own food and then learning this regenerative way of farming and what we're doing on the Patreon, it's like, it all kind of came together. It was like, Oh, this is important. And it was so, I'm just, I mean, I, <laughs> I am probably tired, but I might get emotional, but it was like, we had this deer in the quarantine and like we got to go up there three or four times And I go up there a couple of times, but it's usually to do comedy. So this was like something special. I got to explore this very special place that I've always wanted to explore. And I got to meet these people that I knew like, you know, you're just like, ah, and now like when I, we go up there again, it's just going to be different. And it's, it's very exciting because I've made friends in this special place and I want to make sure that it's taken care of. Like, I feel drawn to it and, these ways that like i don't know like i travel a lot some places speak to you and then some places don't for whatever reason and some places you just make a bunch of money in there so you go go there and you're like whatever but then some places you're like i want to i start looking at i know it's special when i look at real estate while i'm there (laughs) my wife looks at real estate all the time because she loves that shit she's a gangster but i know i love a place when i'm like what would it be like to live here? This seems, you know, so in Humboldt's one of those places where I, I just get alerts. And
1: Well, I mean, that's the same thing for me. You know, this did happen during COVID. And like, you know, I'm so glad I made the decision to be living in Eugene, especially now going through COVID and the lockdown type of thing. But Humboldt, I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? I love this place. If these people have these beautiful farms that they're just on, like you don't feel like you're in lockdown if you're on a farm, just growing for your own survival, digging in the dirt and being grounded into like the actual circle of life. You know, it's more of a survival thing. And, you know, your community is pretty separated up there, but still fully intact and connected. So it was definitely like, I could be quarantined up here. I'd fucking love that.
0: Yeah, we can make, we're gonna make you live
1: there. We're gonna make it happen. <laughs> Find you a wife
0: and live there. Cause it just kept getting cooler. And then, like, I don't know, like we kept going where it was like, I think a couple of times we were like, is this, we're coming to the end of this, this season. And then somebody would be like, hey, you should talk to this person or you should go talk to these people. And then, you're like, oh shit, we should. You're right. And yeah, it was just the more people like even learning about like plant Humboldt, like that's like that whole it was the thing I didn't know existed. She was so fucking cool, and then she did everything that Mike loved. And I was like, Well, one day they'll get married. I'm sure this is how this is gonna happen. And then we'll look back to this episode and you are be like, Holy shit, Billy was right. How did he do that? I'm like, Ah, Billy's right on all about stuff.
1: So you're always right.
0: No, Sorry. not always, but I will i will admit when i'm wrong and if it just moves ahead i can be right again you know what i mean that's the whole that's the whole point i don't understand when people are uh no if you if you admit you're wrong you get to be right again
1: (laughs) you're right that you were wrong and that's all that matters like hey i was wrong about that am i right (laughs) oh man but yeah and then our third trip down that's when we bought, we we ran into our buddy or he ran into us is more like it. You know, Matt had just been like, "Guys, I really appreciate what you're doing. You know, bringing attention to Humboldt, and like this dude is a cheerleader for Humboldt. Like, he is such a fan of it. Only wants to see good things happen. You know, he has the tour and the van and everything like that, which is fucking perfect. Um, but yeah, he just the third trip he was just all about it and he was excited to be on that and to go out to you know bomb. he had stories and like some information about humboldt
0: that i didn't know existed and then he took us to a couple of, like the bot that bottom land and sunshine was very interesting i didn't really understand that existed before <laughs> and then remember that bridge we went to oh yeah it was like you know when they were gonna do this they were starting to that that steelhead and then he took us to where uh there's like a bridge that sometimes if the river gets high you can't get over there and that's the only way to this one community so but they seemed real cool with that that problem it's like i know communities like that there's there's one in this this little valley near where i grew, grew up that it sometimes it floods down there you know because it's a valley and uh but my dad and i were i was one time we went down there and i was like hey they can't get up or down and my dad was like yeah i don't think that bothers them at all and i was like <laughs> oh oh that's kind of cool and he was like yeah yeah they're, so they're I, pretty self-sufficient
1: got, they're they all right just being there
0: oh gotta cancel the 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 pawns up sorry <laughs> Like that's kind of cool uh but yeah i mean i think that's why i related to the place so so much even so that like i knew northern humboldt was special just because it's weird and there's kind of more of a drug culture in northern humboldt than i'm not saying there's not in southern humboldt but i mean it's like i think there's more like not and i don't mean a bad drug culture i just mean it's like it's more of a what's funny is we kept making fun of like they were like this is city you know eureka arcada it's a city and we're like you guys gotta quit calling the city but then mike and i spent a couple of days three days in the woods woods up in the hills and then we roll back into uh into eureka that first time and we were i was like you know what it does feel like like <laughs> it does feel like a city because it is like why is everyone going so goddamn fast and they're everywhere and like oh we've been in the hills for three days it's
1: slow back there we've been in the woods. It, but, <laughs> I mean also, that's the cool thing though because he, then then Matt took us along to go to bryceland farms. Yes. And that I was like okay now I know the life I want. It almost got into a weird single white female like that movie where I was like I I could just move in here could just be all mine like i that life and his farm is absolutely amazing and you know sort of going back to what you were talking about before you know he's got cannabis out there but he's also doing you know supplying restaurants doing csa's like it's all food and like he's a farmer farmer and we can't get his csa can we i don't know you might need to get an airplane or a helicopter. I know. I, I just, just do. I do
0: imperfect foods, which is. It's like, you know, they do good. They just. For a city, they do a good job. And then I try to go to the. <laughs> but yeah, I, I looked at Bryce. That's somewhere in the shirt right now. It's like the dopest shirt. Uh, <laughs> you're right. That place was like, you know, we walked around. We got a tour. We saw the goats. We smelled the soil. Uh, we saw the meal. We got to go inside that. I mean, I think about that cabin all the t- time. I think about, I think about milling my own cabin. <laughs> I know it's a lot of work, but it's like, ah, oh, I think that would be while well, well, I'm in my 40s. Come on, now we can make that happen. Like that place was like when we left. Like I was sad when we left. It felt like leaving. Remember, do you ever go to summer camp or some place where you like really connected with people or something like that? Just like a group of... Or just like cousins. Not there. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Like, and then you have to leave and go back to where you're from and you're just like... Yeah. This place was awesome. We That's had that so much out. fun. I don't want to leave. They were fun to talk to. The kids are running around. They have that big, giant dog. I what i will i don't want to copy their farm but i was inspired by their farm where i was like "Ah, this i'm with i mean mike was way happier than me but like in a way where he was like oh this is what i'm gonna do in like a year and a half um but i was like oh i gotta figure out how to trick my wife into thinking this was her idea (laughs)
1: That's such a great idea! I'm so happy you came up with that. We Look should be homesteaders. You're right. <laughs> we should just That'd have be awesome. All different catalogs just start getting sent to the house in her name, and be like, "Oh, this is crazy! You're into this. It's so cool! You just picked this up out of nowhere." Oh, you like regenerative farming too? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I-
0: you're smart like i was like i saw you into it and i was like what is this and she was like oh you know um (laughs) you can write your movies from from the yeah like most very successful screenwriters live on a homestead
1: in humboldt county (laughs) it's they have a weird dude named mike who lives out back and just mike lives on the back 40 we
0: live on the front 40 that's (laughs) all this is It's it's gonna work (sighs) Oh, you're getting mad at me? Well, I'll go tour and do stand-up for a while.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just so idyllic. I mean, honestly. And especially eating the goat cheese that they made off of that farm. Like, if you branded it as some, like, cool hipster thing, like, all the young millennials are getting farms and making their own goat cheese. Like, I don't understand how anybody could not want to immediately run out to the woods.
0: it's a lot of work so you're talking about people that are hip and i don't know if you know hip people but a lot of them aren't into work they're into like hey this is fun look how cool this is and then they're like on to the next cool thing it's like trendy like Uh, okay my thing is like being a homesteader it's just like i just i think that's cool and i don't really give a fuck what anybody else does and I think that's part of why I like it is because it's like, oh, you do this every day. And, yeah, you need to go. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. But talking about every day, we also got to, you know, three time winner in lime Farms. I mean, James, come, like I've, I've dropped no
0: one talking to Jason. I've dropped that like as a like a it's a name a couple of times and then like yeah now Jason's jace is cool he's
1: cool, yeah, he's a cool dude he's a cool dude.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but honestly that was like that was important for me too just being like a farmer and being able to talk to a dude like that's like okay all right you know yeah i see you steph curry i see what you're doing over there you know okay that's thanks you got any tips? You got any tips? What, how do you do this? How you do this? You um, were
0: so into going to his farm when we when we go up in June. Anytime he's like, "Y'all should come out." You're
1: like, yeah, we would yeah,
0: love yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. I and I
1: got was, I got a tent. I'll camp there for you. It season. was. Like, I was
0: like, "Man, be cool, dude. <laughs> <Yeah. Play. laughs> Just be cool."
1: I I get know it star was starstruck, really easy. And I had by already cannabis
0: s- growers. And I'd already smoked his stuff and I didn't tell him that. But then when he dropped the Cheetah piss, I was like, oh, I like that shit a lot.
1: (laughs) It is some great fucking stuff. But him. Great stuff. I mean, him just being such a child of Humboldt, like you can tell that, you know, he was definitely a wild child in Humboldt, which is an award onto itself. Of just people being like, yeah, he was just kind of off doing his own thing, staying on different people's couches and stuff. But like to see what he's built it into now and like him just being like an older, kind of cool, slowed down dude who still has that rebel vibe and still as an adult is walking around as a rebel is just, it's fucking badass. He
0: does have like a Jay Z of Southern Humboldt kind of vibe where he was like he hustled hard and then now is like What's up? I'm a fucking G and everybody's like yes you are you yes you are <laughs> you are a G Mr. 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 Ridgeline Mr. Ridgeline Z um man I don't it just kept getting cooler like I don't know like I to wrap it all up it just feels silly because I feel like it's not done yet like we'll do a Humboldt another season of Humboldt. Do you know what I mean? I think before we do that, we'll go to like Mendocino and then Trinity counties because we need to complete that Emerald Circle or that Emerald Triangle. God, I'm tired. I'm sorry, you guys. Just been hustling hard, this lifestyle, this podcasting lifestyle, I tell you what.
1: He's going hard with it. But no, this season, Humboldt, Honestly, I hope if anything, this comes across as a thank you letter and just thank you so much for opening yourselves up to us. And from the bottom of my heart, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, how much it's inspired me just to be better at my job of growing cannabis and be vigilant and thankful for the people who did spend fucking eight years in federal prison for it and who were on the front lines of it before, you know, it was even cool. You know, just being hippies out in the woods saying, fuck it, we're going to grow for ourselves, our family, and also grow some dank drugs. It is. I think that's, I do say,
0: I want to say thank you to everybody we've talked to and everybody who helped facilitate this season. I uh, still want to talk to the sheriff eventually. One time, that was my whole goal, but we never <laughs> made that happen.
1: We uh, almost did when I got pulled over. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, that is a
0: good. That would have been. That would have been worth it, but it didn't happen. Um, but it. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but it was. Everyone I met, I consider my friend now. Uh, I I, I want to go back up there. fuck I want to live there I mean I think that's the best compliment you could give a place is like I would like to be part of your community eventually um I like to be a part of a lot of communities if I'm being honest but I think that's a compliment too is it's it's very special and I want to protect it and I want to do everything I can to help protect it there in humboldt list and if you guys need anything reach out to us and we can amplify or help you guys out or you know i'll go live in a tree for a couple weeks or something like that one day if you need me to do shit like that too because i'm i like i love doing stuff like that uh i love poking the bear if it needs to be poked so you guys are my type of people uh thank you so (laughs) much for fucking opening your gates to us and come see us and man we're going to help we're going to help figure you guys we're going to help protect you place we're going to get people to your farms see this place inspire them and change the world guys thank you so much grow your own
1: grow your own